Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Everybody, welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining us is our good friend, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's cracking, Playboy? <laughs> um, I don't know if I call myself a Playboy. No, I, I'm calling you the Playboy. Oh, the Playboy. Yeah, Playboy. Okay, <laughs> just roll with it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Um, I uh. Went to a hockey game today. Was it a, a good time? Fun. They, yeah, it's always a good time. They won, of course. Go Mavericks! <laughs> Go Mavericks! Good sauce. Good sauce. I I think I've been to one hockey game in my life. Really? I think that's so. It. Yeah, that's it. What What game was it? It was uh, uh in Omaha. Uh, they have uh, the University of Nebraska Omaha, so UNO, and they have the Mavericks. That's their name as well. So, no. I went and saw them. They also have a, uh, I think it's a semi-pro team, the Omaha Lancers, I believe, is what they are, or what they used to be. I don't know. They've they've switched but, names. And what'd times. you think? No, nah, it was a great time. I had a great time. Had a few drinks, you know. <laughs> yeah. Watch some angry white dudes beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, wearing my hockey jersey right now. I see that. Or one of them. Looking, looking schmackshay. Yeah, every time I wear this jersey, they win, so might as well. Keep so it's good it. luck? Would you consider Maybe. it? Yeah. This, well, this year, they, um, they're top of the league, of their league. And they, they've only lost like ten games. Shit. And that's it. Out of sixty, I don't know. I don't know how many games that they play total, but that's pretty freaking impressive, though. Yeah, they're. Well, I don't know if you know how the point system works, but there's a point system, and the higher you are, the the better you better. are. You get two per win and one per overtime loss, stuff like that. And they are like 20 points ahead of the second place team. Jesus. All right. Season's almost over. So they're doing okay. <laughs> That's pretty good stuff. If you yeah, got... It's fun locally. 
It's fun level local hockey. Hell no, yeah. No, I am a I'm a Red Wings fan. Are you NHL? Yes. I don't uh, I don't follow the NHL. I uh-huh. never have. I just never have. I got a lot of buddies that do. Uh, it's just I don't. Well, know. How much NHL do they show on the TV? There, they they don't show much here. No, I think uh, I think anything that they're watching, it's uh, I don't know exactly what package or whatever they have with their uh, their satellite provider, but no idea, no freaking idea. So, um. Anything new to report, my friend? Anything uh, exciting? You got nothing. I did make a decision. <laughs> you made a decision. Um, yeah, well, because, you know, and I've talked about it on the show that I'm leaving my job soon. Right, right, right. But I was I was going to stay on part-time and, and, you know, just to fill in the gaps. Well, I decided that there's a reason why I was leaving and I'm not going to stay on part-time. No, I think that's smart. I think it's absolutely yeah. smart. Um, go big or go home, right? Exactly. That's it, man. Oh, and I'm buying another property tomorrow. Holy shit! Look at you. Well, I'm I'm not buying it. My partner's buying it. Yeah. But it's us together, and I'm gonna go down there next weekend and work on getting it ready to to sell. Some bitch. That's gonna be awesome. You see, you're so already anybody, taking steps. Yeah, that's if good. Anybody in the Midwest or anywhere really. One a camping property in Kansas. I will have one for sale pretty soon, and it's pretty sweet. It's on a private lake property. See, that's badass. Anyway, do some fishing. I saw. I, I should have sent you a picture. Oh yeah. There. Oh yeah. Do some I skinny dipping. I was really drunk down God, there. That was the best phone call ever. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was the best phone call ever. It was amazing. That's what the. That's what the lake does to me. <laughs> it was a full moon that night. Jason did him some howling. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was outstanding. 913-730-7255 for the Ectoplasm Show phone number. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. At Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter. The Ectoplasm Show on the Facebook. Um, and now ectoplasmshow.com as well. So there is we got a couple things on the phone number this week. What we uh what we get there? We got a text from somebody and I, I don't know who they are. They they have a Missouri number. Um I'm not going to read the number out, but it sure. says Josh. Oh fuck. Now you are a sexist and you hate couples. Like, whatever the laughing, crying face three times. It says, I have never made out with my husband during an investigation. Not even at Malvern Manor. So do you know who this person is? Uh, Most likely. (laughs) Most likely, yes. (laughs) That shit is amazing. That is amazing. We got a text from Shaggy. Oh, cool. Um, It says, okay, I heard Jim. He was hilarious. I'm with y'all. I'm trying to figure out if he's legitimate or not. I want to say it's a total prank, but I don't know. He's right. an interesting character, to say the least. Yeah. Maybe he'll be y'all's version of that guy that used to call Coast to Coast all of the time. I think his name was JC, but he would get mad and then hang up the phone. Oh, yeah. It was a trip. <laughs> that would and, be cool. Uh, oh, I, I have a, a voicemail that I didn't know I had from Shaggy. 
and I'm going to try to play it on my microphone here. And see if and it works. Just cut, just cut it off. Just cut me off. Tell me if you can't hear it well on that. That's end. fine. So. See if Let we can me, hear this song. I'm bitch. just trying to get this next to the mic here. Okay. good stuff that's really good stuff we also have uh somebody i'm not sure who maybe i'll try sending them a text okay. i'm not going to read the number out on the air but right it uh three phone calls march 2nd 4th and then today oh wait march 2nd and two today from a 760 number that they hang up before they leave a message but I see that I have a missed call from them. Yeah. So if somebody's having trouble with the phone line, let us know. Send us a text. Hey, um, Otherwise, some people just fucking hate leaving messages, you know? Yeah, maybe they just want to try to talk to us. But I I don't know where 760 area code is. No idea. No but idea. send me a text. Send me a text if you don't want to leave a message. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google that right now as we're, uh, as we're st- talking here. 706 760 look at me fucking up already 760 area code <clears throat> um it's LA man uh no it's portions of San Diego Riverside San Bernardino LA Kern counties so we're talking Cali um and I tell you what man looking at the uh the demographics and stuff for the ectoplasm show it's really, really odd, but we, like Iowa, Kansas, Nebraska, Missouri, you know, the Midwest area um, is obviously our biggest market, um, but even outweighing some of the Midwest is California. Well, so, I mean, that may have to do a sheer number of people out there. Maybe. Maybe. F if I know. I have no idea. But California is definitely bringing the love for the ectoplasm show. So thank you guys very much for that. So let's talk. Let's talk some fucking news, man. Yeah. What do you got? I got some stuff. I got some shit. 
some shit and things. Some shit, too. Some shit and things. Here. UFO yeah. hunters are uh, claiming they have spotted strange ships near the sun. So, uh, let me see here. A, a YouTuber, a ufologist, has spotted what he claims to be numerous UFOs traveling around the sun this week. Uh, and images sent back from the solar uh, observatory, heliospheric observatory, excuse me. And this might not be their first trip around the sun, as Russian scientists have claimed to have seen uh, the same event six to seven years ago. Uh, here's a quote here. It says, I heard a news story about six, seven years back about two Russian scientists discovered that there were numerous UFOs around the sun at the same time, 24 hours a day, every day. And that comes from uh, Scott Waring uh, from UFO Sightings Daily on his website. Um, they stated the UFOs would increase and decrease their speed suddenly uh, for no apparent reason. They would make sudden hard right 90 degree turns without even slowing down. Um, another quote says, they're out there around the sun doing God knows what. Um, he says they may actually be controlling the sun to keep a steady temperature here on Earth or uh, they could be harvesting some form of, you know, some very rare heavy element. Um, and then another quote, he says, let's just hope they don't make a mistake and barbecue our planets. <laughs> it's interesting, yeah, I mean, though, man. As to what they're doing, I mean, it could be some unknown thing that we don't even have a clue. It could be yeah. as simple as they need a suntan. Yeah, right. Who knows? I well, mean, and it I could mean, be it could be anything. And I've mentioned before there was that uh, that one clip that I saw of uh, it's it's a video clip, obviously, and it's this ship of some sort goes like right up to the sun, is like tethered to it. And then you see the tether break off and go back like into the sun, and the ship just takes off at a very high rate of speed. It's uh, it's impressive. It's really impressive. It's kind of fucking scary. Not gonna lie. Um, but yeah. See, I, I I need to see this because when I picture when I try to picture this in my mind, I picture just the sun expelling something and then pulling back. It's like, definitely the part that didn't that broke off. See, it's definitely Hold not it that. Yet. There is definitely something there holding on to, attached to this little, I, I just call it a tether or whatever. Um, and then it seems to, like, break away from this tether. The tether then shoots back inside of the sun as the ship is moving away the opposite direction. I mean, it's very impressive to see. So I'm going to find this. How long is the video of it oh, God. sitting I don't even, there before it breaks off? I don't even know that answer. Um, I couldn't even tell you off because offhand. I picture I picture like a lava lamp where a bubble goes up and a piece sure. breaks off and goes up and the yeah. other piece falls back down. It's definitely and I don't know, the sun like does that. that with parts of you know it shoots out flares and right. Like stuff and I would totally agree with like you. that. Yeah, I would totally agree with you when it comes to that. Like, it's just the way it looks, um, it, it would it would suggest that there is some form of, uh, it's like a ship right there. And it's really freaking gnarly <laughs> to look at. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find that clip. I'm going to send that shit over to you. 
and let you. It's uh, hard to think that something can get that close. Exactly, exactly. But who knows, man? Who freaking knows? I got, I don't know. I got two UFO stories. Actually, one's just like an alien story, and I saw it and I just fucking cringed. But uh, so I'm, I'm gonna save that story. I'm gonna save right. that story for the last. Okay, so let's start out with um another strange sound. It's a local Midwest story. Oh, I might have cause, heard about this. Cause of recurring booms yes. remains a mystery. Yes. This comes from uh, newspressnow.com. Grundy County, Missouri. Now, where the hell is that, by the way? I It's in Missouri. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it's... All right. <laughs> Southeast, but I may be wrong. I'm, I'll have to double check that. Um, why don't you look it up while I I'm doing that right now? All right. Unexplained, loud, unexplained loud booms have been affecting residents around Grundy County for weeks, and the cause has yet to be determined. Interesting. It's weird. This is a quote. It's weird because it's like, or it's unlike most booming noises you hear says Glenn Briggs, the emergency management director of Grundy County. If you hear a car crash or something like that, you can pretty well tell which direction it came from. When I heard it, I couldn't identify which direction it came from. It resembled thunder, but there was no thunderstorms in the area. Wow. Trenton residents, this is a town in Grundy County, began reporting the experiences of these booms after they heard it for the first time in February on February 14th. Shit. It instantly made a post on our emergency management Facebook page and asked, or I instantly made a post on our emergency management Facebook page and asked if anyone else heard it. Briggs said we had close to 100 people comment saying they heard it. Several people said they felt it. They described a loud thud rattling. Some saw flashes of light and smoke, so it may have been an explosion. At least this one. Trenton police arrive in a matter of minutes to the area where residents were affected but didn't find anything out of the ordinary. No one lost power. No one... or So we quickly ruled out transformer explosion. That particular one was heard as far as five to seven miles away. Whatever it is, it was loud, but we had never able to identify the source. Damn. He's been working on it. They've. There's a handful of evidence that says it has to be man-made, and there's a handful of evidence that says, no, it's not. It's yeah. got to be natural. Yeah. But we don't have enough evidence either way. To say if it's an earthquake or something blowing up. But damn, man. Ugh. The, he said those in the Geological Sciences and Engineering Department at Missouri University of Science and Technology have supplied their expertise to help officials find the source. They've investigated whether the noises could be tied to groundwater, fracking, or the shifting of tectonic plates. Huh. One interesting geological instance that has occurred in our area before was when some sort of gas was coming out of the ground for no apparent reason, he says. So they had gas coming out of the ground? Yeah, sorry, I got interrupted by a noise. 
But uh, a maybe weird it, noise outside. Oh, maybe it was gas. Uh, it sounded like a siren, but I think it was a <laughs> car driving really fast. Anyways, yeah, they they had some instance where this huge like amount of gas was shooting out of the ground, and they never figured it out either. What the hell? So, okay, so that's not weird. only the one the noise either. It says the timing of these noises also varies considerably. Whether it's a weekday, weekend, 4 p.m. or 1 a.m., the noises have been occurring at random. There's no pattern to them. There does uh-huh. seem to be a slight tendency for those to be occurring from 8 p.m. to 3 a.m., but that for an edge... No. Uh, his quote didn't make sense after that. Okay. So yeah, they're still trying to figure out where these noises are coming from just another ground noise or whatever it is it's interesting that you say this because i i did look up uh grundy county and it is in north central missouri so i mean we're talking you know it's not that far away from either of our locations respectively here um and it's just, it's interesting because like I said, you know, like, um, those noises that we reported just, uh, a week or two ago, uh, in Nebraska city, Nebraska, which is like a half hour away from me. This looks like it might be two hours away, possibly from my location, hour and a half up in the opposite direction, right? Correct. Um, but still fairly, fairly close geographically. So interesting shit, man. Very, very interesting. So, since I know you, how many, how many more stories you got? I got four, and if you help, I might yeah. do another one. Yeah, do, an, do another one. That's fine. All right. So, mysterious symbols appear on Colorado college campuses. Dun dun dun. Have you seen anything about this lately? <laughs> no, I have not. What's up? this comes? I, they, I this comes from mysterious universe, and they actually do have photographs of these strange symbols and okay. they even talk about in the article that it may just be artists trying to get attention um but it's happening at multiple different campuses so wow. some students are terrified some are puzzled some think it's a marketing gimmick for a movie none of them yeah. can explain the mysterious symbols that have been appearing on the grounds and on notes in flash drives found by students and faculty at various colleges in colorado shit it says, "Is the Zo- I'm, I'm reading from the article. Is the Zodiac Killer getting ready for a comeback? According to local media coverage, the strange appearances of the drawings, notes, and flash drives have been reported at the University of Colorado Boulder, Colorado State University, and the University of Northern Colorado in Greeley. I know where all of these are. They're not. I, I mean, they're close enough for a few hours drive. Yeah." But it, for it to be like a gimmick or a prank, they'd have to, you know, spend quite a bit of money in gas and stuff. <laughs> um, the flash drives and notes contain references to additional YouTube videos with more symbols. Much of the information has been turned over to the campus and local police, but no information on sources or meanings have been determined. So there there are YouTube videos that just flash symbols and they actually show them in the article so people should go check out the article when I post it on the Facebook page yeah. and Twitter and you can watch these videos so um, the UNC student or UNC student Aaron Lehman's description of the primary symbol is a half circle a line and four dots 
that has been found on the ground in, in a video called Search for My Marks, which is an artistic rendition for someone drawing the marks in various locations. I wonder what that means. I yeah. mean, that almost sounds like it's an artist doing it. But Exactly. Somebody is... I mean, obviously, it's somebody doing these marks. They don't think it's alien or anything like that. They're just wondering if it's leading up to something or if it's just a prank or, or something to try to get somebody to watch a YouTube video. Yeah. Sure, so it, it says, Michael Mills, an expert in symbology the state or at the State University of New York in Genesco. Uh, I don't think I pronounced that right. Genesia? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's G-E-N-E-S-E-O. Okay. Uh, who once taught at UNC Greeley, reviewed the symbol and attempted to decipher it. First of all, the sign is apparently meant to be seen with the half circle facing right in the squares to the left. It reminds me vaguely of the symbol for Mammon, a demon a sign that appeared in the film Constantine. Right. This person is obviously well-versed in semiotics and probably cultural studies. Self-promotion or political cause, question mark, we shall see. Mills' comment on self-promotion refers to one theory that the symbols and videos are the work of an artist looking for recognition. <laughs> yeah. The videos also contain number and letter sequences e23 e6 27 18 8 4 2 1 12 is one of the sequences and huh. he thinks it might be an astrological sequence right fuck all right yeah social some social media it's getting some chatter out there on social media and Nobody has come forward, and I don't know why they couldn't just trace the YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, it, well, see, the thing is, is they have there has to be technically they ha- there has to be some sort of law- wrongdoing or unlawfulness in order for them to trace those videos. Otherwise, they would be you know illegal, sure. illegally searching for who owns them. So they say. <laughs> they say that they're they're kind of trippy videos and I'm going to have to like and then they go into into the Zodiac Killer so they're trying to tie the Zodiac Killer to this or a copycat yeah exactly no murders have been reported yet huh that's kind of weird shit though man that's really kind of weird to think about and you said it was coming up on like flash drives as well yeah people were, and I don't know. Who See, would that would freak something. me out more than just seeing a symbol appear on a building or anything like that, or a sidewalk. Yeah. If if something is yours personally, no, it wasn't a okay. personal flash drive. Okay, it was flash drives people were finding laying around. Okay, because no, I'm like a, that would that's be kind fucked. of a risk to plug them into your computer because oh. who knows what they're trying to steal. Well, I'm computer. sure the university has a computer lab of some sort. Just hop in there real quick. <laughs> Just break their yeah. shit, right? So. <laughs> oh my god. That's good stuff. So um, I, I pulled this just because I found it interesting. And uh Anyway, Melissa, or 
I can't even fucking talk. Anyway, <laughs> missing Malaysian airline. The uh, now, when did the the whole Malaysian airline thing go missing? Was that like two years ago now? I I don't even know. Whenever it was it, huge, it was fucking huge, and they never found it. It, it was at least a year ago okay. because it was in the springtime, right? Okay, so anyway, missing Malaysian airline could have possibly been found uh, near the Cape of Good Hope, which is at the southern tip of Africa. And I'm telling you, this is this is really, really, really weird crap. And I, I just came across a video clip of this, so I have nothing to read here or anything of that nature. But it was uh, March 8th of 2014, so it was okay. just over two years just, ago. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, if you, uh, I don't know, I was looking, like I said, uh, on Facebook and different things of that nature, came across this video, it's like 18 minutes long, of this dude um, explaining how this could possibly be the plane. Now, it's really odd because it's right off this beach. The beach appeared to have people on the beach, you know, uh, sunbathing, swimming, and having a great time. Um and then here's this, like, it, it looks like a fucking plane, like, right underneath the now, water. The one that I saw, because I saw it yeah. doing some research after you told me you were going to do this one. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the shape of a plane, but it doesn't actually look like a plane. It's more You don't think of, so? But, well, I mean, the picture that I saw, I don't know if it's the same one you saw. Sure. But it, 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 it looks like like the bot ocean bottom but in sure, the shape sure, of sure. a plane it doesn't look like a plane sitting there see i don't know i think we might have been looking at something different there because like what i saw was it it looked like um i mean it looked like a plane and it looked like it was maybe 6 to 9 feet under the surface of the water um and then like this guy was trying to do measurements using google earth uh that app or whatever it, he was he was getting and zooming all the way in and like measuring out you know from the, the tip to tip basically and then the uh the wing span and everything and sitting next to it on the video or whatever sitting next to it on the screen was the uh you know the credentials or whatever of the plane itself like the width and the the height and i mean the wingspan and all this shit and then he was comparing the numbers and they were just off you know just a little bit off here maybe sometimes a little bit off there um but he was suggesting that you know pieces of this plane had broken off now jason you mentioned to me earlier that they possibly have found a a piece of this plane somewhere is that correct they they found i'm pulling it up right here okay yeah they found a potential part found on an island called Reunion Island on the beach. Okay. Now it does match the same type of plane, but they have to do you know various analysis and other I'm stuff sure. to figure out if it is them. It, it's um, just so crazy to me that in this day and age we, we lose planes. You know what I'm saying? Just crazy crazy stuff. Like how it's even possible. Yeah, I mean I mean it is, but it's expensive, oh, you know, fuck. to to run the the radar and stuff oh, yeah. over certain areas, um, yeah, I mean, they they actively were searching for this for this missing plane yeah. for at least what two weeks to a month, 
And um, I mean, probably two months. Okay, and and I mean, they were doing. I mean, they. I don't know. It seems like they were using a lot of resources, not half-assing so, it in any way. But they couldn't. Find yeah, no. Well, I mean, finding it is a different story, right? But one reason that they weren't able to track it in that region of the world, um, the local governments weren't paying for the radar coverage that people could oh, provide because they just didn't want oh, to. So it's not like they could. They have a record of its radar path. Shit. Well, I do know that they they have a lot of speculation out there as to the flight path. Um, If the plane potentially had turned and went in a different direction at one point, um, just a lot of unanswered questions out there. (laughs) Like, a lot of weird shit surrounding the whole story. um, When I was looking that up, I was typing in Malaysia Airlines Flight 374 found and I was going to type in Google Earth but the first thing that popped up was on the moon (laughs) (laughs) and it comes from these various like tabloid Uh, kind of things that actually have photos like the weekly world news or something playing on the moon (laughs) Jesus Christ Uh, was it like the weekly world news or some shit like that or it was well, it wasn't that one, but it was like the unnews and okay, some okay, other, some other stuff. Oh, here, here's a, here's a YouTube video. Flight MH370 Malaysia spotted orbiting the moon. Orbiting the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, yep, that's it. Breaking <laughs> that's it. news: missing <laughs> Malaysia plane found on the moon. The YouTube breaking video. news, everybody. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Damn it. No, I do though. I feel I feel fucking horrible for for the people involved, for the families involved, especially just because of the the unanswered questions there. There's no there's no fucking closure I, there, you know. I yeah. I mean, that does it does suck. But That's maybe terrible. maybe at the very least, the very littlest hope we could possibly have is they are having a great time in another dimension or yeah or on the something. moon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh my god. Do you have a do you have another story? Like I don't I don't want to get into the other story. It scares the shit I out have, of me. I'm uh, not gonna lie to you. It scares me to death. So I don't want to talk I about have, it even. I have two more stories. I'm That's actually funny. going to save the end of the world story for last. That's so perfect. I will start with Okay. The headline is You know Area fifty one, <laughs> but just what in the world is Area Six? Ooh. I have yet to hear of Area Six. So it, this comes from the Las Vegas Review. All right. Um, is it an a- asphalt runway stretches for a mile mile on Yucca Flat, deep in the Nevada National Security Site, about eighty miles northwest of Las Vegas. Built in two thousand five, the runway covers a dirt landing strip from the nineteen fifties, when the wide flat valley was used for atomic bomb test shots. A small complex of buildings dominated by a large hangar with unusual clamshell doors dominates the southern end of the asphalt strip. The complex has no official name. Not many people even know it's there. As secret airbases go, the single runway in the test site's Area 6 is easily overshadowed by the world's most famous secret military base, Area 51. So it's a dozen miles northeast of 
or it would be southwest of Area 51. Wow. Um, it says, unlike Area 51, which is protected by shoot-to-kill security and shielded from outside view by human or by mountain ranges, Area 6 only has fences and visitor checkpoints. It can be seen at a distance from tour buses on the highway to historic bomb craters on the northern end of Yucca Flat. That's interesting. But exactly what goes on at the much smaller and much newer Area 6 is still top secret defense research and development work. It is so hush-hush that the security site spokesman can say little about it. Basically, all they say is that it's for drone research. Really? It's run by the Defense Department and Homeland Security Departments. Huh. All right. I'm going to have to look into that shit a little more. Uh, But we all know that there are all these bases everywhere, and most of the time, people have no clue who what they are right or that they're even necessarily a base um this this kind of thing is actually bringing back my interest and i want to look into and in the future we'll do a show on the secret prisons and empty prisons around that are you that are sitting there waiting for uh martial law or some sort of pow camp but they're all functioning facilities that aren't holding any prisoners right now. That's really cool. Um, I mean, it's, it's something that's really interesting, too. Um, I don't know about you guys or whatever. I grew up... Um, like, I graduated high school in the year 2000 and all that shit. Um, Smoke-free <clears throat> class of 2000. <laughs> Did you have those shirts? No. <laughs> that wasn't your... Spo- that wasn't, like, your logo? Not or even your, a little uh, bit. catchphrase for <laughs> class of 2000? Not even a little bit. <laughs> So they didn't really care about your health. They didn't give a shit about us. Come on now. I tried to find these t-shirts the other day. So from the time I was in (laughs) kindergarten all the way up, and it kind of fizzled out. They didn't really talk about it much after middle school, but we were supposed to be the smoke-free class of 2000. Huh. Obviously, it didn't work. No. Because I know that you still smoke, and I smoke in high schools. I do still smoke, yeah. Yeah. Terrible habit, but I'm not fucking quitting. promise. (laughs) So, um, anyway, what I was saying is that, you know, I grew up in the 90s and all that shit and uh, listened to a lot of Blink-182. And uh, it's funny because, like, uh, Tom DeLong of Blink-182 has left the band. Um, and now, I mean, he's, I mean, he's always been interested in uh, the aliens and, 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 you know, UFOs and things of that nature. Um, but now, you know, obviously, ex-rock star has a shit ton of money and all of these resources pretty much at his disposal at all times and he's doing a documentary film and all sorts of fun shit um, regarding this stuff. I mean, he's camped out uh, right outside of like Area 51. is basically as close as you could possibly get, you know. Um, but anyway, he said some weird, weird shit has been going on lately um, and, you know, basically he's, he's fearing uh, for his safety at this point. He thinks that, you know, the gov- the government is out to uh out to get his ass because he's almost too close now. I mean, it's it's really really crazy stuff um but yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's like trying to hype something up like uh the release of the documentary or anything like that. I don't know. But uh if maybe I could, we should get him on the show. You know, if I'm I'm going to do my damnedest 
to get him on the show. If we got Tom DeLonge on the show, I would shit my pants. I would absolutely shit my pants. It'd be I would be fangirling all over the place. That's what I would do. But anyway. So anyway, that's what that's one thing. I'm going to try to at least find that story and uh, bring that to the table as well. But okay. <sighs> I'm going to get into this. <sighs> strap in, okay? Just strap in for this because it scared the balls off of me. And it, I don't like it. I don't like talking about it at all. Ugh. Anyway, you know how we've always been talking... You know, everybody talks about this. Oh, we were visited long ago by the aliens who who gave all of this uh, technology and everything to the Egyptians, right? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, everybody yeah, and their dog says ancient alien guy exactly. with big hair. Now what? Oh, but god damn it! Look at, Latest, look at me right now. Look at me. Yeah, what's up? Look at me. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. That's, that's what that guy does. <laughs> you gotta spike our hair up a little bit more. Yeah. But um, genetic studies now suggest that a lineage of Egyptian pharaohs were subjected to willful genetic manipulation by a technologically advanced alien civilization. This could very well be the truth that this planet needs in confirming that designers and builders of the impressive pyramids had a very strong connection with extraterrestrial beings that originated elsewhere in the universe. Now, it, it's it's fucking crazy. Um, Stuart Fleischman, who's the uh, assistant professor of comparative uh, genomics at uh, Swiss University in Cairo, um, doing a seven-year study, mapped the genomes genomes of nine ancient Egyptian pharaohs. Now, if proven correct, their findings could potentially change, literally change, the world history books forever. Um, I, I'm just scrolling through here to, to see. So what they did, it, it started when they, uh, the team of scientists um, had these, what they consider precious samples of ancient DNA to process um, this PCR, which is polymers chain reaction uh, in the field of molecular molecular biology, uh, this technique is often used to replace or excuse me replicate and amplify a single copy of a piece of DNA. Okay, um, gives researchers a, a clear picture of of what their genetic fingerprint may have been. Now, the exciting thing that has happened now is after the initial test. Uh, had taken place and eight out of the nine samples returned with really interesting and typical type results. The ninth sample belonged to uh, Akhenaten, which would be the father of uh, Tutankhamun, which is, I, I'm sorry, I can barely pronounce any of this shit, but it was a small fragment of uh, desiccated brain tissue which had been the source of DNA samples, um, which the test then repeated using bone tissue, but still the same results were obtained. So, I mean, it's just really, really interesting stuff. What they're saying then is that these um, pharaohs had been subjected to some kind of genetic manipulation, making their brains fucking larger, is what it was. It made 
specifically their brains bigger. Um, and I mean the the brain mapping and all this. I'm gonna post all of this stuff because like in comparison, looking at some of these uh, brain maps and things of that nature in comparison to what a normal person would function at, it's it's very outstanding. I'll say that. Um, it's just ugh, I don't I don't know. It's it could be huge, but it scares the balls off of me, man. Because here we go again, the goddamn aliens. So I mean, this it all goes back to that goddamn movie that I was telling you about the the fifth kind or whatever. No, the fourth kind. The fourth kind. Fourth Excuse kind. me. Yeah, scared the shit out of me when they were talking about I am God. These aliens being God. That terrifies me. That freaking terrifies me. Because it makes me feel like we are possibly just some science experiment, for lack of a better term. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, not necessarily. Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, I think that, personally, if I, if I had to, like, pick a theory... Yeah. Uh, of if if aliens if if aliens um, genetically modified us in the past, uh, let's right. just say that's a given. Let's just say we know that. If I had to then theorize why, I I would say that I'd probably go with the slave aspect. I would I would totally we, agree. They modified us to be slaves for them on our planet, and but, then whenever they left. We just got left here. Sure. But now think of this. Think of this. If, if, um, you know, all the way back to, um, you know, King Tut, his father, and all this shit. I mean, we're talking royal lineage now. Right? That would possess alien genetics that have, were implanted in their ancestors, genomes or whatever, that they have then passed down throughout um throughout the years i mean this well i mean if that's the case at this time we're fucked (laughs) well it would mean that a large portion of the population would have this in them exactly that is exactly my point totally donked i'm I'm terrified right now (laughs) i'm like shaking i'm so scared yeah. So did you finish the X Files? I never have yet. No. no. You you no, you fucked it all. No, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> I will tell you the God honest truth though. I have been um very, very busy. This week, however, I will be finishing the X Files. As well as So the ending, I won't I won't give it away, but the ending Yeah, I have not has seen to do it with yet. alien stuff. Has to do Naturally. with alien stuff. But it actually isn't aliens. Oh, all right. It is. There's is alien. There's alien DNA involved, but it's not because of the aliens that it's in everybody. That's weird. That's really weird. Yeah. That's really really weird. Okay. Well, I I promise I will be finishing this. I will be watching. I this. think. I think. You probably have a good amount of alien stuff in you. <sighs> and I say stuff, not stuff. just DNA. I hope you're wrong. 
All those times you blacked out, totally what do you, got visited. What do you mean I blacked out? Like blackout drunk, <laughs> or whenever. If you have any time that you don't remember, <laughs> shit. I'm sure an alien put something in you. You know, it really freaks me out about the whole alien thing is, you know, a lot of these stories that we hear, uh, things of that nature, a lot of these encounters, some of them, a good majority of them actually happen while people are asleep. Um, I don't like that, man. I don't like it. Maybe that's why I don't sleep for shit is because I'm terrified of, of what's going on just around me. Like you know, you know God. what I'm afraid of. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, what are you afraid? I of? am afraid of dragons. Dragons, like yeah, dragons. <laughs> like real dragons. No, I, I I'm not really afraid of dragons, okay. but I would be afraid of a fucking. It's dragon. a weird. It's a weird thing for me in the sense that dragons. The thought of dragons being real. Was yeah. part of my real realization that we're probably going to be killed by something someday. I went through a, like a period in my life, as I'm sure most people do, when you realize that there's all these things out there that could kill all of us. Oh yeah, Hell and yeah. I and it's so it's so weird. <laughs> it's not so it's not weird, but it's so crazy. And I, I'll admit it. It's it's stupid. It's not stupid. that it was this movie that did it to me because I I sat up for like two or three days just contemplating all of the different ways that I was going to die. Oh shit! Because I watched a movie when I was like twenty. Yeah, I think I was I was twenty. It was before my daughter was born. I went yeah. with my girlfriend at the time to see that Matthew. Uh, I think it was. Um, Christian Bale movie where they find dinosaurs down in underground and they take over the planet. Oh, screw Re- that. Reign of Reign of Fire. I never saw that. It's a it was it, you know honestly it was <laughs> not a great movie. Yeah. But that whole thought was like shit. We're all going to die. <laughs> I sat up for days thinking about how shit. The, we're all going to die and there's nothing I can do about it. And I want I'm not thinking like you know, down the road, having a heart attack, or if I got shot, I was thinking like world-ending stuff. I was oh, sitting yeah. out on the sidewalk, no. staring up at the stars, just thinking, sitting. Okay, something's gonna hit the planet now. Sure. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You know, speaking of like you know the the end of the world, the the weird shit like that. Um, a lot of people these days they have what's called like a bug out bag. Uh, that's packed at all times, just ready to literally bug out uh, if you need to. Do you have such a bag in your? I do not. Actually. I don't. I don't either. Now, uh, my buddy Connor. It's not because I. Your I, buddy Connor has my, one. No, my buddy Connor has four. Four. Connor Hopkins, who is a filmmaker as well, um, another pal of mine. I've had him on the show numerous times. Yeah, he's got like fucking four. Um, he's got one in his house, one in his car. I mean, it, every situation is covered. He has thoroughly thought this shit out, and he's ready to roll at all times. I need, I need like a bug out bag for myself, my family. The thing is, is it just with? I don't know, man. Most things out there, you won't ever be able to use that bug out bag because you'll be dead. 
but, but I'll feel better. <laughs> feel better with the bug out bag. You know, I have thought about making ones because there are yeah. things that could happen that I may need it. There know? are things. That's just it, man. There are sh- there are things out there that could possibly happen. If we go to nuclear war, oh, fuck, I'm man. more likely to die before you do because I live in a major city. Yeah, you're also more likely to, you know, sprout three extra penises. I don't know, man. Like, like all sorts of weird <laughs> Why, shit. Because I live in a, a big city? <laughs> I'm just saying, some weird shit could happen. If you're talking nuclear anything, like, weird shit could happen. Yeah. You want to you know what's really screwed up? For anybody listening in Kansas City, um, and I don't know why they didn't think about this before, probably... You would hope that it popped into their head and they were just like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Our nuclear power plant, Wolf Creek, which is southwest of Kansas City, yeah. and it's quite a bit southwest of Kansas City, <laughs> but that is the exact where most of our storms come from, where our, you know, it's it's exactly set in place that if it were to melt down or explode, that all of the fallout would come right to Kansas City, most likely. Well, enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> they probably did put it there on purpose. They're probably, yeah, well, it'd be all right. <laughs> it's, it's cheaper over here. So. <laughs> I guess if it happened in the winter, we'd be all right. But Yeah, probably. Probably. Anyway, so do you want to hear about how uh, the, all of that kind of leads up to my next story? You want to hear well, about yeah. how we're going to die within the next couple of weeks? Yeah, please tell me how we're going to die this week. This is actually a different take on the Nibiru story. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Where this isn't, it's not a planet. It's a comet. The super comet Nibiru could threaten entire planet warms. Hold hold on a second. Hold on a second. They they are now calling Nibiru a a comet? No, this guy is. Oh, okay, okay. The rabbi, you said. He's a prominent rabbi in Israel. All right. So, yeah, Super Comet Nibiru could threaten entire planet, warns prominent rabbi. This comes from BreakingIsraelNews.com. All right. Rabbi Amnon Yitzchak, a prominent Haredi rabbi, confirms that it is possible that the Earth could be catastrophically bombarded by asteroids within the next few weeks as part of the messianic process described in the Bible. Now, one second. Before you say that, now, you know, we have been discussing uh, these things that have been coming into our atmosphere, crashing down, and people have theorized that that is um, kind of, you know, welcomes in the the big stuff. You get the small stuff first, and then here comes the big shit that's really going to jack up your world. So, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. So, this rabbi is very well known as a charismatic speaker who attracts crowds of thousands all around the world. Raised in a secular Yemenite home, he has influenced many secular Israelis to become religious. In a Hebrew language recording posted on YouTube last month, Rabbi Yitzchak discussed the controversy surrounding predictions of the catastrophic arrival of a super comet Nibiru. Excuse me. He confirms that it is clearly a possibility according to the Bible. Damn. This is a quote quote from him. In about a month and a half, they say a meteor will pass over the earth and when it passes, 
it will send meteors onto the planet, the rabbi said. That's what he, okay. They say it will be a meteor strike, the likes of which the world has never seen. Need a bug out back. (laughs) There's a great suspicion that the result of this enormous catastrophic or catastrophe that they speak of, multitudes will be killed. Some of the meteors are supposed to be enormous. That is what they say, and I am not responsible for what they say. So huh. he's just this is his interpretation of the Bible. Well, does the Bible interpret where they will hit? <laughs> like, <laughs> like goddamn. No, but um, the rabbi continued. But if it this is true, what they say, then if then it was spoken about in Ezekiel thirty eight twenty two. The prophet said. God will rain down fire and sulfur, and it will yes. also. It is also written in Zechariah thirteen eight that two thirds of the world will be killed. Wow, wow! And this is supposed to happen. Fucking within soon. the next few weeks. Well, that's just um, dandy. <laughs> so he goes on to say, so this is certainly possible. It may be that this fire from heaven will come as a result. Of the war god or war of Gog and Magog, in which the prophets say fire and brimstone will rain down from heaven, or it may be that it will come as a result of the asteroid. Now no. this is kind of like I, I was reading through this and I kept wondering, when do they get to the comet part? Right. And he hasn't mentioned a comet so far, so maybe he just kind of intermingles the language. Let's keep going and yeah, see yeah. what he says. <laughs> Let's read on. <laughs> The rabbi explained the question about brimstone from heaven is that it will be missiles that fly outside the atmosphere and fall back down, atomic bombs, or like we had in previous generations when God rained fire and brimstone from heaven. Shit. He was clear on the course people must take. Oh, please. So there remain a few more weeks for you to dream that if you are part of the third that will survive or to consider if it is more likely you will be a part of the two-thirds who will be buried in the ground. Wow. But there is a promise from God that Israel will always remain, even if it's only a few. Huh. So they, they so, go, oh, um, this is a, it's a weird little thing he says at the end of the article it says this is a quote from him yeah. what you need to ask what is more uh, what you need to ask is what is more difficult to keep kosher refrain from eating unclean food or to vi- survive such an event sweet jesus okay. so he didn't really okay. say he said oh you need to be in israel pretty much yeah that's yeah but how do you know i tell you what though this doom and gloom horseshit it, it really does something to my head. It really does dick with my mind a little bit. And I'll tell you why. If, if I'm in my car and I'm driving wherever, and I think to myself, you know, I'm away from my family or whatever, and I think to myself, what were to happen? You know, what would I do if I saw like a fucking comet or a meteorite or whatever hurtling towards the earth and smack the shit out of something? You know, what what, what would I do? You know? Or if the world were to uh, start to to go into some kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain this. I, it constantly is in my head, though. What would I do? 
in this situation today if the world is ending today what am i going to do to uh to survive what am i going to do to keep my family safe you know things of that nature this is always in my fucking head now and i blame you jason (laughs) okay well you want to hear um it is actually possible that our sun can shoot something out in the exact right direction and just fry our planet. And just, uh, no, at any given time. Huh. Well, fuck. You know, <laughs> there's so much. It really most makes you t- wonder. Mo- yeah. Most of the time, these things, if they even get close to us, they fry our electricity, sure, or sure. our electric stuff. And, you know, I've heard, we've heard about that over the years. Right. But there is things that the sun can do now. That could just fry us. Damn. It's, it's very uh, rare stuff. It's very rare stuff. And it's even, I mean, obviously, it's even more rare that's even close to the planet. But you know, it does, it can happen. As rare as it may be or whatever, it still, it still makes you think and appreciate the fact that we really are just kind of a bubble, like kind of floating around, and how fragile we actually are. In the universe as, as a whole, you know, we're we're boned. There it is. We're just boned. There's we no are. there's no way out of this. <laughs> we're, just, we're totally fucked. <laughs> God damn it! I'm out of stories. I'm totally. Yeah, so out of how stories. about um, we? Could, hopefully, hopefully. Hey, by um, the by, yeah. <laughs> I I want to talk just for a, a smidge of a second about. Um, I want to talk about the 100th episode that we have coming up. Okay. Here. And the other day, I was uh, doing my thing, and we uh, on the uh, the ectoplasm show, um, ectoplasm show Twitter page. My my pocket starts going nuts, and all this stuff is going on, and it's Dustin Perry from from Ghost Hunters, right? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, Dustin Perry typed us on Twitter directly here. Put this all out there for the world to see it. It says, at Ectoplasm Show, is there any truth to the rumor that my West Coast friends may be represented or may be represented by uh, Miss uh, at FayRay34 on the 100th episode? Hashtag hint. Now, <laughs> I got to tell you. I was like, that is badass because I knew that the the ladies from uh, um, Alps there in California, I knew that they were they were buddies with with Dustin Perry. I knew that. However, I did not realize that they were they were going to go to some extreme measures to get onto that 100th episode, like getting Dustin Perry to tweet that shit out. <laughs> you know what? You know what popped into my head was what's that? Um, how? How did he hack into our minds? <laughs> yeah, right. And right? is he psychic? I don't think he's psychic. I don't think he's psychic. It might be the hair, though. He's got really good, good hair. So I don't know. Um, but, but that is not a confirmation that he was correct. No, because but... we actually haven't decided who we're going to have on the show. Well, I tell you, that was that was pretty fucking impressive having Dustin Perry reach out to us. So, ladies, we we appreciate the hell out of that because, I mean, even from that, we got some followers just because Dustin tweeted that shit out. So, 
it was uh, it was pretty impressive stuff, pretty good stuff. So I love it. So you were you were gonna say something before I interrupted the balls off you. What, what was that? Oh, I was gonna say hopefully we all survive. Yeah. Until the uh, until at least the, until the, after the Kansas City Paranormal Conference. Is yeah. Done. Yeah, I think I think we'll be okay. Yeah. I think I think we're I gonna think do so, it. I think so. we're gonna be okay. I think so too. You know, I I actually spent some good uh, good quality time on the phone with uh, Mike Diamond this afternoon. Had yeah. a nice little chat. Oh, yeah, had a nice little chat with him. He's got some shit in the works. Kind of excited. So, yeah, it, the uh, the Kansas City Paranormal Conference is going to be ridiculous. I will say that. So, um, I can't I can't one hundred percent confirm it yet, but my buddies over at Big Rip Brewing. Yeah, yeah. I went down there over the weekend and <laughs> had a great time and. They're like they're a small brewery. They have a bunch of small um, tanks in the back that they brew their beer in, and yeah. they have different names after like horror legends and and like there's one named Voorhees and there's one named nice. uh, oh, I can't remember all the different names. But I do know that they have a molder. They have a molder. Nice. <laughs> and they are in the process of getting their beers ready. Uh, for the conference, some uh, of their beers ready for the conference. They and a lot of beer ready. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised because most of the time when you go to small breweries like this, then their tap rooms, their beers are expensive. Yes. Um, even like Boulevard here in town, which is the biggest of the small breweries here in town. Right. And their beers in the bar, most of them are seven six eight dollars for some of them yeah. big rip brewing all their beers are five dollars all of them and they're all going to be five dollars a piece at the conference nice and they're all great beers and they all have high alcohol content <laughs> uh, mostly <laughs> oh and they make and i tried this too well, i didn't try this concoction but the guy that i was with oh, yeah, dude. was driving so he was not drinking so they make their own root beer they make their they brew their own root beer in house and it was great and they make this thing where they add vanilla vodka to it and it's supposed to be amazing i can so imagine they're going to be selling that at the conference as well <sighs> it's going to be a great time yeah <laughs> Um, That's gonna be yeah. So go check out if you're here in Kansas City. Go check out Big Rip Brewing. Oh, and the reason one of the other reason I'm bringing them up is because I am 98 percent confident that they are at least going to be giving me free beer to drink on the show to talk about them. That'll be sweet. Yeah. So that's what you're doing right now. Getting free beer? No. Dick. No, I don't. I'm not getting it yet. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to find a way to ship it up to you. Yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see. Um, All I want, I, I, I just want it. Yeah, just like, just I don't know, a twelve pack. Me a twelve pack. <laughs> oh, they don't. They don't distribute yet, but they God. are. They just bought a bottling station, and they're in the works. Oh, good for them. Good so, for them. That's good stuff. They're. And North Kansas City, close to the river market. And I know you have kids, Josh. Yeah, I, I do. have a kid as well. Right. I happened to this year, I'm not going to have her on 4th of July. So I'm going to invite you 
I know you probably won't be able to come down, but they have a big 4th of July party every year. Shit. And they are right next to probably one of the biggest um, fireworks shows in the city. Oh, cool, the man. The River Market Fireworks. And they actually have a better view than the River Market. Oh, because nice. Because they're actually on the side of the river that the fireworks are shot off. And every year they, they rent... They have this local theater come in with a like a massive seventy foot inflatable movie theater screen. Nice. And they play Independence Day every year. Yes. This year, I, I, he's not one hundred percent have it confirmed, but he is in the works of having the new Independence Day movie. Oh my god! Play there while we watch the fireworks and drink beer. Oh my god. So I will be there with my wife and whoever else wants to come party with me. I just got really excited. Holy hell, man. I think I should just move to KC. Yeah, you should. You guys, got, you guys got it going on down there. Iowa sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's cheap living. Cheap living up here. God damn. I love it. All right. Well, that's all we got for you. Uh, 913-730-7255 for the Ectoplasm Show. Keep them phone calls and texts coming. Freaking love them. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. If you guys want to email us, tweet us at at ectoplasmshow. Uh, and we forgot to mention at the top of the show again, we have a website. We yeah, I did. Three. I mentioned it kind of. I just said ectoplasmshow.com. That's it, though. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Ectoplasmshow.com. Yeah, check yeah. that out, man. And let us know. Let us know what you think of the site. You know, there's a I, lot I'm more coming. Add, yeah, I'm gonna be adding more, more, and more stuff all the time. All the time, baby. It'll be good. It'll be very, very good. All right. Well, happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Keep trucking on through the week, and we will talk to you all very, very soon. Peace out. The world will not end today. Don't worry about it.